0: Yeah.
1: happy wednesday everybody welcome to today's episode of dv live city talk i am your host amanda Aikum, the marketing coordinator at desert valleys and if you haven't done so yet make sure you hit that subscribe button like share this video anything to join the conversation today i'm very excited to have on our guest john paul lake from the Kern venture group and b3k
0: yeah, that's right. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs>
1: Thank you. So before we dive into all the topics, can you tell us um, who you are, what you do, and a fun fact about yourself?
0: Oh, my goodness. A fun fact. Well, it's let's see. It's always my
1: hardest question. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I was born and raised in Bakersfield and come from a family business background, uh, met my wife at Garcia's High School and, um, then went on to USC for undergrad, and then moved around the country a little bit, got an MBA out in Virginia, and ultimately found my way back to Kern County. And I feel um, like
1: our area kind of has that draw.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, we'll probably talk about that maybe on both of these topics, on why it's important to keep... Um, you know, keep our kids here and, Mm -hmm. and, um, and what they can accomplish and do here. So anyways, um, I found my way back. Um, my wife Ingrid and I now have three kids. We live in Bakersfield. Um, but I find myself spending more and more time out here in Ridgecrest and East (laughs) Kern for both the things that I'm working on that we're going to talk about today. Okay. Uh, let's see. So a fun fact. Oh gosh. (laughs) I love coffee. Ice cream. Coffee would be my favorite ice cream flavor.
1: Interesting Yes Okay
0: I know that can be a polarizing ice cream flavor But uh, that would be mine
1: I'm very old in that sense Okay, so my internal person, my spirit animal Is an 87-year-old grandma And I love butter pecan And okay. all the knitted blankets
0: <laughs> Wow Okay, so old soul Yes Yeah Yes well cool
1: But now coffee, ice cream I don't think I've had that in forever You gotta try it Okay
0: Do you like coffee? Just Are you a coffee drinker? Okay.
1: Our viewers will definitely let you know that.
0: <laughs>
1: so I do love my coffee. Yeah. But, and that's why, I mean, that's why I work here. Starbucks is right across the street.
0: I know. It's a work perk. It's, there you go. <laughs> You're spoiled.
1: I am. And everyone makes fun of me for it. Whenever they, like last year at Secret Santa time, they're like, we kind of want to get you because we know we can just get you a Starbucks gift card.
0: You're, You're easy. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the gift card thing is, you know. It's, it is convenient, but sometimes it would be good if we all put a little more thought into gifts, I think, maybe like we used to. <laughs> oh, right. Or <laughs> right? like
1: handwritten letters.
0: Oh, I know. I so, think those are really important. Am you I know, sending a thank you note or I, exactly. just just a note to say something about, you know, i have been thinking of you or whatever. I think that goes a long cursive, way.
1: We were talking oh, with no. a new member <laughs> and they were like, my grandma taught me cursive because it's not taught in school anymore. And I was mind blown by it.
0: Yeah. Like, really? They don't teach it in public school anymore. Yeah. Um, My oldest son, we have three, as I said, uh, he did learn cursive up in Tehachapi, the little private school there. Um, And so he still writes in cursive. And all of his teachers in Bakersfield and everywhere we've been since then, they're like shocked. They're like, oh my gosh, I never see cursive. And his brother and sister they don't really know how to do cursive because they ended up going to different schools. So I'm glad he got it. My son
1: who's five is in um, a private school right now. Uh And he's learning to write his name in cursive. He came home one day and he's like, look at my name. And I was like, I feel like we're going backwards here. What's happening? He's all, I wrote it where the letters all go together. And I was like, cursive. (laughs) I was like, this is awesome. Yeah.
0: So it'll be good for him to have that skill.
1: I'm excited. Absolutely. It'll be different. Just like driving a manual car and.
0: I know. Reading analog. It's funny you mentioned <laughs> that. There, I was listening to something the other day, and they said only 18% of people, I think, in the United States now still know how to drive a stick shift. Really? Yeah, which that didn't surprise me. It sounds about right.
1: It does. It sounds yeah. about right. And well, then, I
0: learned on a stick shift.
1: I had to learn as well yeah. on a
0: stick shift. And yeah. then
1: I had to take my driving test in a stick shift, and that was not fun. The second time I got to take in automatic
0: yeah. <laughs> Fun.
1: So let's dive right on in. All right. Then. Thank you. Can you touch on the Kern Venture Group for us and how it focuses on the melting pot of our county?
0: Uh, yeah. So Kern Venture Group is the first um, angel investment fund or venture capital firm, if you will, okay. in Kern County. I started it about four years ago with uh, another partner and we're based in Bakersfield and we started current venture group because we just believe that entrepreneurship is really important for our economy and for our community. And then I would say personally, I think it's important because it allows people to use the, the gifts and the talents and the skills that they were born with and to use them in a business setting. And I know personally that that's just very rewarding. If you can find something you love and be able to make money doing it, there's just nothing better. And so I'd love to see more people have that opportunity. And so um, we know that uh, many people with ideas and a business plan or, you know, would-be entrepreneurs, they struggle maybe to raise money or where to go to raise money to, to get their business off the ground. So we wanted to provide a source of capital for uh, really high-growth potential companies to, you know, be able to access that capital. And um, the melting pot part of your question, I think— for me, what that means is that Kern County has a really rich, vibrant history and and group of people that have found their way here over the last what 150 years or so, and
1: absolutely, that was something Supervisor Peters and I talked yeah. about, especially when we touched about energy. Mm-hmm. And then just leading into everything that Current Venture Group is doing, I was like, this is fantastic.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. We have people that come here, you know, to be farm laborers or people that came here back when we were doing a lot more mining for gold. Mm-hmm. And we have mining now out here, you know, in Boron, and uh, we've got the aerospace industry, and we have – people from all kinds of nationalities. We have one of the largest Basque populations in the world, (laughs) you know, if you're into Basque food. Um, So there's just a really rich, vibrant history. But one thing that I think is shared by people uh, everywhere of all, um, you know, nationalities, ethnicities, and race and color is that we are um, creative, right? That's how we were designed and made, in in my opinion. And so um, that is
1: definitely what led me into my background and really where I am today.
0: Yeah, well, you mentioned you have a marketing background, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: So it's fun to, like, when someone asked me, very simple, we just did a career day with elementary school kids. And they're like, what do you get to do all day? And I was like, honestly, I get to make art. I get to be creative in the Mm -hmm. very basic sense of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) I was. A, I'm a former marketer myself, and I always liked that marketing is a combination of the creative side, but also there's a lot of um, analysis and data and strategy to it. Nowadays, oh. especially with social media and digital so advertising, etc., so you get to exercise both both sides of the brain.
1: And having to follow that, see what works, see what doesn't. I think in marketing, you as well as entrepreneurship, you can't be afraid to fail.
0: No. absolutely not in fact we we tend to learn a lot from failure and hopefully when you learn a few things you don't repeat that same mistake you might make a different mistake but over time that's how you get experience and there's no substitute for experience
1: absolutely just hit the ground running so I think that's fantastic for the entrepreneurs here to have somewhere to go like it can be daunting just to go out on your own and yeah I guess against the grain not the norm
0: but. Yeah, well, I mean, you're you are taking a risk. That's mm-hmm. in essence what entrepreneurship is about. It's trying to create something maybe from nothing and do something in a different way than the, the way other people are doing it, perhaps. And so, um, you know, what we what we always tell people in, in Kern County in the community is, um, you know, not every business is the right fit for us when we're making an investment because we want companies that really could grow, you know, to be multi-million dollar companies, but. Right. We always promise to take at least a first meeting, and if we can give some good feedback, um, connect them with a mentor or a potential customer, um, we always do that. That's kind of our promise to citizens and entrepreneurs of Kern County.
1: I think that's fantastic, especially saying mentorship. Um, Mm -hmm. I think having mentors is huge, and prior to this job, like I have actual mentors that I go to now, and before I look back in the past that people I would go to but I never really thought of them as oh, yeah. they were they helped mentor me. Right. So anyone watching I highly suggest whatever you do whatever you love find a mentor ask the questions.
0: Yeah. And and don't be intimidated by this word mentor like it it's yeah. not You know, it's not anything special. It's just, it's just a label we call it. It's just anyone who's willing to spend some time and invest in you as a person and give you some feedback and sometimes maybe point out the the blind spots that you have, right? Yes. Yes. And do it in a trusting way and, you know, where there's some, some confidentiality and trust, you know, they're not people that are going to go out blabbing about those conversations you might have with them.
1: Mm -hmm. So how can someone with ideas uh, to better the region connect with your group?
0: Uh, it's very easy. Go to kernventuregroup.com and there's a contact us page there and you can just reach out to us. And like I said, I guarantee you we'll follow up and at least schedule an initial phone call and, and, um, we'll go from there. So, uh, I mean, we get, we get, we look at business opportunities from startups literally all over the country. Um, oh, wow. And so we don't exclusively invest in Kern County, although over time we hope to be able to invest more and more of our capital here because we really want to support entrepreneurs here. But it's as easy as that. Go to the website and just reach out.
1: Okay. And it looks like mm-hmm. when I was browsing through the website, there's a lot of advisors on there, like a diverse background.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we have um, we have a group of general partners, and then um, we have what are called limited partners. Those are the people that have invested in the actual fund. Okay. And right now um, – We're on our second fund. Our first fund had a little over $2 million in it, and we spread that across 23 different companies we invested in.
1: That's fantastic. And people can see
0: those. Yeah, people can see those on the website. Uh, And then we're now investing out of our second fund, which is a $6 million fund, and we hope to make around the same 22 or 24 investments. Um, And... Uh, you know, when a company is not local, what we look for is we, we try to prioritize companies that are either sort of from Central California, mm-hmm. because we all know that the Bay Area, <laughs> they've got plenty of these Silicon Valley folks and lots of money, um, but people here in places like Ridgecrest or, you know, Mojave or, you know, Merced or Modesto or Bakersfield really don't have as much opportunity Outline. for that capital. So we want to support those entrepreneurs. Or we look for companies that have a product or service that maybe would be um, relevant in our region. And so we're really now starting to try to find more um, companies doing something interesting in aerospace since that's important to Kern County. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm out here more often now and really getting to enjoy um, seeing all the great, amazing things that are done out here in Ridgecrest.
1: That's fantastic. So anyone out there with aerospace? Yeah. Where to go?
0: Yeah, I was up uh, a week or two ago looking at some guys in Tehachapi working on a drone project, and I know there's a lot of creative people out here with that type of talent and would love to to find them and help support them if we can.
1: Okay, well, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being on because that is is something I know people like the drone. I know it's here a little bit different with the naval space or airspace and everything, but having an outlet to foster that, like we said earlier, we were talking about Meeting back here, coming back, and our kids. I think it's a great way to have our kids grow and know that they have these resources.
0: That's right. You know, you can you can accomplish big things and not have to leave home where you grew up if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of uh, a lot of people have felt historically that oh, you know, you've got to move to one of these big cities in order to pursue yes. that dream. And I don't. That's not true.
1: That's how I felt growing up. And I mean, obviously, my parents were like, "You cannot do art as your college degree." <laughs> couple years later, I was like, hey, I can do art as a college degree.
0: It's just called marketing. Yeah.
1: It's just this other little one over here.
0: Now that we've offended all the art majors who are listening. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry.
1: You guys can... I'll buy you coffee. There you go. (laughs) But it was something that I felt like I always had to leave town for. It wasn't accessible here, which is completely different. Um, Even with the college district within Kern County, the resources anything like Kern Venture Group is just expanding.
0: Yeah. There's another resource that's free uh, and even maybe for people who aren't ready to go out and raise money to start a, a business. And it's um, an initiative called KITE, K-I-T-E, which is, stands for the Kern Initiative for Talent and Entrepreneurship. Okay. And the website is gokite.org. And it's a community of people who care about entrepreneurship and provide mentorship and support oh. and um we're going to be, we're, we want to offer a 10 week accelerator type of program out here in Ridgecrest. We're starting next month with our first one up in Kernville. Okay. Then probably to Hatchapi. And then I've been talking with the mayor here about how you know, help me connect with people that could help us launch it in Ridgecrest. So, uh, if you go to gokite.com or .org sign up you'll get the newsletter we also have a little okay. podcast so i'll plug plug my oh, podcast Oh, okay. um that's just a great free resource to meet other entrepreneurs will and host events uh, all around the county we try to move them around so
1: i'll make sure to link to that as well as Thank you. Kern venture group and yeah. then
0: B3K. B3K. So
1: let's go ahead and shift lanes here and talk yeah, about that.
0: Sure. and there's some overlap on these. We we'll probably should start with what what the heck is that acronym B3K? Yeah. I mean. Yeah.
1: At least I got the, got it right the first time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you did. I, you get a gold star for that. So. Yes. Uh, we The acronym is B3K because there are three Bs, and those are Better Bakersfield Boundless Kern. So three Bs and a K, hence B3K. And okay. B3K is a collaborative kind of initiative and project to uh, help create 100,000 quality jobs in Kern County over the next 10 plus years. Oh. Yeah. So wow. it's a very big, audacious goal for sure.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, that's lofty.
0: It's very lofty. That's um, what there were just under a million people, I think, in Kern County. So, you know, that's a good, a good jump. And of course, mm-hmm. not all those people would be working age. But uh, it started about th- almost three years ago now. And there was a small delegation of people from Kern County that went up to see the governor. And um, basically, they told him, look, you know, some of the things that Sacramento and the legislature are um, pushing down are really hurting some of our industries in Kern County, whether that's oil and gas or mm-hmm. farming, et cetera, um, and those are our sources of employment and property tax and a lot of livelihoods here in our community. So, what are we going to do if you know you keep making it harder for those those businesses to survive? And so,
1: and this was three years ago.
0: Yeah, this okay. was right. So that trend didn't stop. I don't think any of us expected it to stop. So our ask was, you know, give us some funding to help um, bring in an outside you know, consulting firm to help us with putting together a regional economic development plan. Okay. And so the governor's office did come through with some funding and we hired a, um, a internationally re- recognized firm called Brookings. They're out of Washington, D.C., And that started a process, um, in 2020 where we really did a very deep, um, market assessment and research of, you know, what are the opportunities, what strengths do we have? What are maybe some of the weaknesses we have in Kern County? Um, and out of that, we identified that, um, there are, uh, four different industries that have the potential to create the types of jobs and the quantity of jobs that we need. And so those four industries are aerospace, um, the energy and carbon management, kind of the new renewable energy Is technology. That like
1: solar and.
0: It's actually wind? not so much just solar and wind because those don't create a lot of permanent jobs. Okay. So we want, um, you know, there's new, you know, people are talking about carbon sequestration. Mm-hmm. They're talking about uh, green hydrogen and blue hydrogen and renewable biofuels and diesel fuels. Um, so it's all those other renewable energy technologies that are coming.
1: A couple of weeks ago, I had councilman blades on and we were talking about that with um, yep. SB 1383 coming up. Okay. And the carbon and the renewable energy. Yeah. So if you can direct me there, that would be a whole nother show I would like to talk about.
0: <laughs> uh, absolutely. I could probably help get some people on to talk about that. In fact, yesterday Kern County announced that we um, The county was selected for a Department of Energy um, technical assistance grant that will help us do a feasibility study to create a carbon management business park or zone out in West Kern. Okay. Uh, And it would be the first of its kind in the whole country. And it would be a way for us to attract private investment to, you know, develop these technologies, put pilot plants in. And uh, sequester carbon uh, underground in those reservoirs, you know, the old depleted oil field reservoirs. So,
1: and I assume job growth as well with that coming here.
0: Exactly that those those are the types of jobs we want, and I say we want one hundred thousand quality jobs because that quality element or a good job is is important, and we define that as uh, a job that pays at least about twenty two dollars an hour. Okay, Um, that's now a year and a half or two years old. So with all this inflation, I guess that number, you know, obviously we'll adjust it each year, but um, it was about $22 an hour and jobs where the employer provides the health care. Uh, so huge. those are the two things that we're looking for. And then the third thing we're looking for when we say quality job is um, that they're making enough money to where they can start saving five or $6,000 a year towards either retirement or sending a kid to college. Uh, I yeah. think that's so important because if you're not, saving any money, you're not really creating any general generational wealth for your family.
1: And it's not creating anything to give for the future for your children to see.
0: That's right. Um, Exactly.
1: I know my son's five and I know it's kind of young, but we already teach him 50% of money you get go straight into your piggy which is the bank yep. here. He yep. also calls it the dinosaur he signed up during youth month. Okay. And we had dinosaurs on the premises.
0: <laughs> so he
1: thinks we're feeding dinosaurs with money.
0: Hey, you know what? You're teaching a, you know, concept about managing money and being responsible at an early age and that's so important.
1: But I think it was something um what's that saying? Be who you needed when you were younger. I was never taught about like money mm. and credit or what you needed and here I am, like, 18, 19. I was like, what is all this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully I can bridge that gap.
0: Yeah. Well, you, it sounds like you're off to a good start with him.
1: Thanks. But it's, like you said, the quality job aspect. You want longevity. And with even those perks and benefits at the baseline, I think that helps people want to stay, want to be within the region, within their job, and creates a good work environment to go to.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. And and let's just take aerospace, for instance, as it's highly relevant out here in your community. Um, I'm out here today, actually, as a matter of fact, to meet with people from the base as well as the aerospace kind of private employers and talk mm-hmm. about, you know, what are they looking for in talent and the workforce? Um, because they're growing you know, this industry is going to continue to grow, but it won't be able to grow maybe um, as fast or as, as much if we can't graduate students that have the right skills and understand that there's a career path here and they don't need to leave home to have a good quality job. And so um, that's one thing we need to address and, and work on as a community. The other thing is this idea of like, how do we continue to improve the community and offer the amenities and things and quality of life that people are looking for? I know that's something that's very much on your mayor's <laughs> mind and others. Yes. And, and so that's kind of part of our plan as part of B3K to help support aerospace. Okay, um, We'll be, Um, later this year, bringing in some private real estate developers to help us put together plans and identify the issues and things that we need to work on. So,
1: so within that, does that include maybe like education plans or certificates within that?
0: Yes, it does. So, um, we call that sort of workforce development, which really is, you know, the education partners as well. And, um,
1: I think there's been a shift where people see the four year term, you know, okay, it's not four year. What if I have to go an extra year? And then there's been that shift into getting more certificates.
0: Certificates. Literally. And then there's also, uh, you know, the dual enrollment programs um, mm-hmm. through Saracoso and and the rest of the current community college district. And so they are at the table. They're a part of these conversations okay. and there'll probably be some new programs that we need to offer so that people have skills that the aerospace employers are specifically looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if kids can start that, even as in their high school years, gosh, that saves them maybe two years of of a college tuition.
1: The fact That's that huge. our local high school has an engineering department. Right. I was like, we went there for um, baseball day for okay. the youth league. And I pulled up and I was like, engineering. Yeah. I was like, this is fantastic.
0: It is. And some of the things we're doing in Kern County through um Kern Community College District are, are really, like, innovative on not just a state level, but even nationally, like some of these dual enrollment programs. And mm-hmm. the fact that KCCD um, I can also offer baccalaureate degrees now in a couple of areas, yeah. uh, which the community colleges have never been able to do. Um, it's really innovative, and we need to do more of it.
1: That's good. I'm glad it's on the forefront. I'm glad they're at the table and it's part of the discussion. Absolutely. Because so. even here, we do the tuition reimbursement, so it's always just furthering yourself. Yeah. Knowledge is everything. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, you mentioned um, kind of certificates and, and there's a similar idea that uh, is in one of the other industries we're focused on at B3K and that's sort of um, we've, we've called it various things, but remote business services and it, it okay. any kind of company that can sell a product or service, you know, online or virtually. And and we focus on those types of businesses at B3K, because if you're selling something outside of Kern County, that means you're bringing money into the community rather than just sort of circulating money mm-hmm. um, amongst ourselves. And so that's part of our strategy. And oh. um, those businesses have told us, um, some are even like marketing agencies, for instance, is a good example, right? You can be a marketing agency selling advertising services or development to companies anywhere in the world, right?
1: I could be sitting at home doing my graphic design
0: exactly. and just going out there. Exactly. Perfect, <laughs> perfect example. So um, they've told us that it would be really neat to have some sort of a digital skills passport type of concept. So even if it wasn't a formal degree or certificate, but if you've self-taught it or learned it elsewhere, that you could mm-hmm. somehow get a, cer- a digital sort of certificate that could go um, there's even technology now to share these things and verify that they're real and accurate and everything. Yeah. And so that's kind of one of the ideas on their roadmap that we de- would develop that somehow in Kern County.
1: And I think that's one thing because when people say, um, oh, you're social media uh, accredited, and they're like, is that even a real thing? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well,
0: I think yes, it is. Yes and no, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes and
1: no. And I've had a couple other businesses in the past reach out to me. And they're like, hey, can you do a quick tutorial? Or can we do a couple of day classes where you help us learn the basics of Facebook mm-hmm. advertising, doing these things, what not to do, what helps post. And I was like, this is a little niche. <laughs>
0: yeah, It is. So. And so there are ways to kind of put a little bit more of auth- and yeah authenticity mm-hmm. around that to verify, yes, I've gone through some amount of kind of certification, even if it's not a full degree in that or, or an official for credit type of program you went through. Because a lot of this yeah. technology stuff, we're, we're self-taught. A lot of the best people are, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Like so. who would think that today we would be using Facebook as a means of free digital yeah. advertising?
0: Yeah, so. There's not somewhere you go to take a, you know, Facebook no. certification thing necessarily today.
1: I um, mean... There are
0: some things with Google and, and, and Microsoft, for yes. instance. And I'll think about all those skills that you might learn um, uh, at your employer if you're already employed somewhere. Like, you learn a lot of things along the way, but how do you ever document that and verify it in case? Other than you put it on your resume, but, you know...
1: But it might People mean... People aren't
0: always honest on resumes, unfortunately. So if you had a digital kind of passport concept...
1: Or like a certificate. Exactly. Like, here's what I went through, someone that can validate it. That's right. And so it's nice. And like a reference. Yeah. So um, what makes the B3K prosperity process unique in the growth prosperity inclusion model?
0: Um, you know, there's... You know, I don't know if we're so unique in this respect, but maybe it's unique to Kern County in that, um, you know, everything that's going on in the world right now is saying that, you know, we need to be very intentional about, um, when we grow, are we making sure that we get people access to opportunities as, as much as we can. And so I think that is a little bit new for Kern County to be thinking that way. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, we, We tend to be a few years behind the rest of the world. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's maybe it's not so good. And so we've been very intentional in designing B3K that we want to have very broad based community support and input. Um, We actually, from the get go, had um, a committee called the Deep Prosperity Committee, and it was designed to bring in all those voices from, you know, both labor unions to um, environmental justice groups or social justice groups, um, different uh, groups that represent different parts of the community, different um, regions, ethnicities, et cetera. And we still have more work to do on that, but we we called it Deep Prosperity with because the idea was we want to make sure that that prosperity reaches everybody and everyone has an opportunity. So,
1: well, And I think it's nice to have that diversity for people to feel like, okay, I hear someone else, someone is at least there that has a vision versus going in and you're like, I thought this was for me and it's not for me.
0: That's right. And the <laughs> only way that... Um, B3K would know that maybe the plans are not being received that way is to make sure you invite everybody to the table in the first place. Mm -hmm. Right. And so uh, we're, we're very much wanting to encourage that. And I would extend that invitation to any groups out here in Ridgecrest that want to be more involved um, to connect with us on the website and I'd be happy to follow up with them.
1: Okay. Awesome. And then how can Ridgecrest residents get involved or engage to tie in with B3K or different committees, working groups, or yeah. even with funding? Um, people want to do the funding part?
0: Well, sure. Or, that's not a huge need, but I would never okay. never turn down offers <laughs> of, of funding. But, um more importantly, really what I'm asking for is just people's time and advice and input. That it, Time is the most valuable thing that we all have, and you know we only have so much of it. So um, that is actually my number one ask. Um, you can go to b3kprosperity.org, and there's a way to sign up to get on our newsletter. Um, we're, we're updating the website now as part of me stepping into this, this new role of executive director. Um But if you have interest or expertise in one of these four industries that I've talked about, so again, those are um, energy and carbon management, aerospace, uh, advanced manufacturing is the other one we haven't talked about, and then sort of business services in general, Mm -hmm. um, or entrepreneurship. That's also a focus, um, even though it's not an industry. You know, let me know, contact me, and I can get you in touch with, we have implementation teams in each of those five areas. And they just need input. They need people who understand these issues, what the needs are, to your point. And then we can just come up with plans. On, All right, how do we work on that? How do we come up with a solution to those those issues? And uh, the idea is that the plans will evolve You know, from year to year. As we get one thing done and checked off the list, we move on to the next thing.
1: starts to snowball in a way and oh, yeah, exactly. open other doors.
0: That's the idea. You got it.
1: <laughs> so advanced manufacturing. You want to touch yeah. on that real quick?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we have, we have a lot of talented people in Kern County, and um, in particular, you think about people um, that are doing welding or that are mechanics, electricians, um, those types of trades. Right now, a lot of them might work in, in the oil fields or maybe they work in mining or they even work in aerospace where they're building things. Um, so our thought there is that if we can take that workforce and maybe even also create other opportunities in other manufacturing um businesses that that's an opportunity for growth so we want to leverage that's kind of a strength we have but okay. we don't we don't have a lot of manufacturing companies um, relative to maybe what we could have so uh, that's where we're going there. We're forming a manufacturing alliance um, that'll be chaired by Kern Economic Development Corp. Um, Rio Tinto just agreed to come on to that. You know, they've got some interesting plans with what they can do with the tailings out there at the mine.
1: And they're out in Boron.
0: Uh-huh. In okay. Boron. Um, but we, we want to get manu- existing manufacturing companies to be part of that alliance again, so that we can get feedback and figure out how to help, help them grow their businesses and expand faster. So.
1: And I think that's something I see a bunch of independent welders out here. hmm So a great resource for them to connect. Yeah. And network.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be launching soon. Um, and again, if you sign up for the B3K newsletter, you could, that'd be a good way to follow that and, um, and get connected.
1: And I love that you're out here in Ridgecrest, like people can see you, meet you. It's not just, okay. Like we said in the last episode, we feel like we're the kids at the kid table over here in Ridgecrest. And everyone in Bakersfield is at the big kid table.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. That's, you know, it's um, when we worked with Brookings, uh, we told them, look, we, you know, we want this to support all of Kern County. Mm-hmm. And we, we, I think we all like to feel like we all are one community, but the reality is there is a mountain range between Bakersfield yes. and out here, even though we have, I think we share a lot of the same cultures and a lot of families, you know, or have relatives on both sides of the mountain mm-hmm. Um, and they, Brookings told us, he said, well, you know what guys, the reality is it is two different economic regions, but it doesn't mean you still can't have a strategy that supports both. Um,
1: but being aware of both the advantages and disadvantages of those communities, I think is a starting point.
0: Yeah, that's, that's true. And then I, you know, I was always taught that, you know, you have to show up. And so <laughs> that, this is, I think my fifth or sixth time probably out in East Kern, just in the last four months, I've just getting started into this role and, it's the only way you can build relationships and trust is just to do it in person. So
1: well this I this will not be my last time you. here. Yes, <laughs> for being here. And hopefully we have you on again to talk more about the growth of it and get people in to these different like I guess sectors that you have yeah. and that you're looking for.
0: Yeah. Initiatives. I, I initiatives, yes. I would love to come back, keep you guys um updated and uh it's just a pleasure. I'm starting to feel like I, I know Ridgecrest more and more every time I'm out here. Yes,
1: those dead zones when you're driving over here. Yes. Yeah, I
0: got those figured out pretty well.
1: (laughs) So you're like, okay, I know it's coming up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you again for being here. And I can't wait to see where both Kern Venture Group and B3K are
0: going in the next year and definitely the next few years. Yeah, well, thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be on.
1: And thank you guys for watching today. Um, Be sure to hop on over to the City of Ridgecrest YouTube page to see tonight's council meeting. It starts at 6 p.m. Have a good night, guys. Bye.
0: (laughs) Great.